Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Raising the Bar podcast, Sheep Dip. My name is Paul Warriner, Associate Trainer with Raising the Bar, with Chris Farnsworth, one of the founding directors. Hello, Chris. Hi, Paul. How are you? Very well, indeed. On this episode of Sheep Dip, Chris and I are going to talk a bit about adaptability from the perspective of what we see and what our delegates go through on the day. But Chris, how important is that word to you, adaptability? I think it's critical. Unpredictability of the sheep causes you to have the necessity to adapt very quickly to situations. A number of times you go out with uh, novice people and you explain what the plan is and you realise halfway through the exercise that actually you need to change it all. And that ability to, to change, to be flexible, to go, okay, now we know this information, we need to change and we need to adapt to, to achieve our targets. So I think and, it's absolutely key. And how often do you see that happening on the day? Well, the interesting thing is that a lot of them take the plan literally and will execute it literally and not have that adaptability. Because what you see, and we often see this in the field, is where they come up with a plan, except the difference between plan A and plan B is actually they start in a different part of the field because the sheep have migrated round. So instead of the left-hand corner, it's the right-hand corner, and they get, think they're going to get a different result. So the actual stopping and reassessing, reevaluating, and changing and adapting the plan doesn't happen once they've started the execution of their initial plan. Absolutely right. They just so in that straitjacket. You know, the plan is to take them from A to B, B being the pen. But there's actually no flexibility, no interaction, no adaptability. It has to flow with what's in front of you. And in you know, the context of that and business is obvious. Let's, uh, let's just come back to that in a second. But what kind of things would prompt the, the, the original plan to sort of go off track apart from the sheep? Different interpretations. So if you say, oh, let's say for instance they say oh we mustn't shout and so therefore they they don't actually communicate at all you know they think it disturbs the peace and quiet to which they the sheep are used to the the oh we won't run is another one you know where they go oh we 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 think keeping calm is important but actually sharp movements is exactly what they need to do and what about other factors like the weather well often there there might be a bit of wind and therefore getting the audio um across to to people is 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 quite difficult you know so distance shouting in the wind over distance is very difficult so they then turn to visual commands you know like waving their hands this means that and but then the the challenge is they've taken their eyes off the sheep. So actually they're getting distracted and not keeping that focus, which of course we've talked about before. Yeah. But I would have thought also there's a case when people aren't, that plan A isn't quite going according to plan because somebody's not 
understanding the message therefore it needs to change somebody else fills those particular shoes in the background but it it is difficult i've seen it when they've just continued with a whole you know because somebody hasn't kept up or pace and they haven't really adapted to you know the debt varying styles enthusiasm commitment all the words that we may have talked about before in other previous episodes so Adaptability, as you say, is quite important, but it's the customer, the sheep, the task. Every single episode, every single exercise is different, isn't it? Very much so, because every team is very different. I mean, you mentioned the holes which appear because the team move forward at a certain speed, but not everybody moves at the same speed or with the same amount of confidence. And and it's the hard thing, I think, is to actually look sideways when you think you're in a line unless you actually are aware of the person on your left and right because you're in a more or less a straight line you know it's very easy to creep slightly further forward or slightly further back and that's where you have to be able to communicate and to adjust your stride your confidence etc etc to reflect everybody else in the team okay so Let's say being adaptable is really important within this exercise. It's obviously important within the workplace too, because the workplace like this particular exercise mirrors very well. Things are different every single day. Personnel are different sometimes within teams. Things don't go according to plan. Customers vary the parameters of tasks, etc. So being adaptable is important. Is it just about the individual's awareness of their own adaptability? Or is it a collective or is it a leadership issue? Oh, that's a good question, Paul. I would say it's, it, it's both, really. I don't think you can blame the leader for not giving clear direction. I think it is more of a collective thought, a more of a collective awareness, which is really actually more important. So individuals have a responsibility within that collective to be aware of what they're doing, the impact they're having, but also a responsibility to their team members to be able to communicate with them about what they perceive their role might be as well as their role. And, you know, it's the chain of communication around the group that, you know, people have got to be aware of others as well as themselves. But I think the leader has a role to play in that initial communication, which we've covered off in a previous episode. But individual awareness that they can't abdicate that responsibility, can they, to this task of being agile, within the group and responding to what happens and then communicating that action to somebody else they can't abdicate that can they they've got to take ownership of that very much so it's sometimes really hard to take that enthusiasm from somebody to just get them to be at the same level as everybody else I mean, we've seen that on many occasions, haven't we? You know, one person very keen to go and get the sheep will be always first to do that, you know, and yet other people being rather slower and less able to charge around the field, not fully engaged, but everybody has to to step up to the same mark. Have you ever seen a circumstance when things have gone so horribly different to the plan that they've just completely frozen and stopped yeah many of the times that uh, people suddenly find themselves very isolated all the sheep are coming towards them and they just don't know what to do they freeze they just don't know how to, to handle it we see that quite often it's how the rest of the group 
help how the rest of the group decides to react to somebody falling over or possibly or or being frozen scared what do they do about it yeah and in that scenario i just was recalling a situation i i saw in one of the events how, how do they handle emergencies within this particular exercise because there are possible emergencies can arise you know sheep may become distressed may get trapped they may escape and i know that that's happened on a couple of occasions when they've actually managed to get out of the field so how do they react to those kind of emergencies often they'll go well it's not my problem and they just report back to the shepherd who is invariably not very far away they just want to be able to pass that responsibility back to the shepherd who's ultimately in control that's a very good point that's exactly what happened on the occasion i saw that the senior management team the instructors the people at us mm. um, holding the event took control of the exercise and in that moment i don't recall anybody from the delegation getting involved i think they just as you say abdicated is that right am i right in remembering yeah, yeah no you're, you're spot on i mean again you know if the sheep i mean from a, a shepherding point of view so the sheep don't get hurt we blow the whistle so that they come away from the sheep so that we the shepherd has the space to be able to do to make the sheep calm again or or to do what was necessary when when they're out of it you're absolutely right paul they stand back they let the professionals do their work and there's nothing wrong in that i mean that's exactly what uh what we're there for to be able to take over in those sort of uh emergency times and difficult times when when uh, that steady hand and assuredness and experience counts and that's what they're doing and the delegates are doing is is stepping away and allowing that to happen so that's not uh, that's not wrong that's what we would want them to do but on the same token that there's there is almost a sense of relief that they get on with it um and and i think that's that's almost an indication of that anxiety or they're not sure they don't want to get involved they don't want to get in the way kind of approach and we'll just leave it sometimes that's reflected in the workplace when something goes horribly wrong the you know the eighteen come in and rescue the situation and people just sit back and let it resolve itself. The thing that always surprises me is you know sometimes I have to move the sheep or or whatever and as always I don't have the disposal of the dog because the dog isn't at the event. Yeah. The interesting part is they don't actually observe what I'm doing to the sheep. It doesn't seem to go actually we can learn something here we're watching a professional do it and he can seem to manage to move the sheep quite comfortably around the field and i'm always amazed that doesn't have a larger impact on the group yeah, so, so again yeah. when the professional takes over they just let him do his work instead of taking it as a learning experience and there's something valuable in what you've just said there that um, when those emergencies happen no matter where they are in the field or in the workplace and there's always something to be learned from that situation. You know, what did we do wrong to create, you know, what, what happened to create this emergency? Or what can we learn from watching the experts do it, as you say, and, you know, that willingness to, even though it's passively, still participate in some way and take something away from that. And that's relevant in the workplace, for sure, as well as in the field. 
So adaptability is very important as we're just learning in this particular exercise because sheep are their own boss, I guess. Very slippery characters. They take the advantage. When they see an opportunity, they take it. They don't ask any questions. They just go for it. And, yeah. and the part is, that they, I think, they just simply see an opportunity. They don't go, well, who's going to go first? Or you're the brave one, you go and do it. They just all pile in because if one can do it, they'll all do it. Okay. And, and of course, that's, that's really quite comical when you, you stand back and observe this, of course. But, you know, they do take advantage. They're just going along, along with the journey for a while until they can see an opportunity to sort of get back to the comfort of the green grass. And uh, it's quite comical where you portray that, of course. They're just playing the game and then all of a sudden they'll do what they want to do. Um, exactly. And I think that can, we've mentioned it before in one of the previous uh, Sheep Dip episodes that people do underestimate the sheep. And the sheep, although they're very adaptable because they will just be compliant one minute and then the next minute they're, they're doing their own thing, this adaptability goes along with underestimating the task i think if you think it's going to be easy it proves not to be then there's an opportunity to become deflated by that and this keeping the momentum and the motivation going is a little bit along the lines of how can we be adaptive what did we learn so in terms of other situations tell me about the size of the group how how does that affect the ability to be adaptable average group is is between 10 and 60 and under 10 it becomes quite a challenge to be able to corral the sheep into the right area over 16 you can have hangers on you know which don't really have to get involved so per flock per shepherd 10 to 16 people and that is because they work efficiently together they have to work together to achieve a, a tough target but there's an optimum number. Too, too little, there's not enough resource to really do an effective job. Too many, and there's people getting in the way. It, it becomes a mess, it has potential to become a mess. So if you were looking at one tip to improve the adaptability of the group, what piece of advice as a shepherd, knowing the task ahead, would you say was the key thing around adaptability? What one key message would you say regarding adaptability? I would say the key message has got to be trust your colleagues to do what they say they'll do. So I still feel you have to break down the task. So, you know, they can all envisage the sheep going in the pen, but it's the stages. If, if the sheep aren't even looking at the pen and heading in the wrong directions, can any of the team help them make a look at the pen? So if you're in that location in the field, your colleagues have to trust you that you will be able to turn the sheep and push them towards the pen. So the key message then really is trust your colleagues to do the right thing. Yeah. I think that's quite important. I mean, there's a lot of similarities with sport there whether it's football rugby you need to be able to know what the other person in the team is going to be doing and because you're trying to achieve a particular goal so trust your colleagues to be doing the right thing and always to be flexible the thing is is even if you're it's your colleague doing the right thing 
but if it's outside his capability or her capability then you the team has to react and to make be able to do what she they can do <laughs> actually some people just find it very difficult to move the sheep and so therefore the group the, the team has to be able to back them up in some way i think this topic of adaptability is quite a a complex one because it like everything else that we've discussed involves so many different areas and so many different facets of the individual the team the team dynamics but it's obviously very key because of the very nature of the task so adaptability has proven to be a good topic to get our teeth into so i don't know whether there's a, a real answer to this conundrum of how do you become adaptable but i think it's just around awareness and trust from what i'm taking away from this aware it's of what you're doing what other people are doing and trusting that there is a plan and a process in place it's definitely a complex thing but when it does come together it's amazing what a team can achieve and the difference between a well-oiled team, a well-performing team, and one which isn't, is got to be this ability to level with each other, to trust each other. Everybody's very much respected and everything just keeps going forwards because the team wants to go forward. That's, that's obviously a key to the success of the exercise, adaptability. I think we've that's been underlined now. And if truth be told, that adaptability, let's say easy for me to say, that adaptability comes through in the end because I think that's something that they learn through the course of the day, isn't it? Um, Very much so. And they can, they can see how important it is. So I think they may start out a little bit rigid but in your view do they learn this at the by the end of the day and to achieve the task i i think they do when they really believe they can do it they Mm. they could achieve amazing things and i think at the very beginning they even struggle to to even think that they could get that far you know how many comments do we have as does anybody do this does, is it possible to get these sheep in the pen? You know, is, is often you what's heard in the first couple of hours in the day. You know, they, they just, their self-belief, the belief of the team is, I'm not sure anybody ever treat, achieves this. And that's very true. That's a very common question, isn't it, on the day? Does this ever happen? Does it get done? Yeah, you're quite right. But on that note, Chris, thank you very much indeed for those brilliant insights around adaptability and how they apply to the raising the bar event and hope you've seen some context to how it applies in the workplace if you guys would like to sort of understand how adaptable you are or how you could be then obviously give us a call or get in contact with us via the website www.raisingthebar.com and get in touch and find out if you want to try this kind of event for yourselves Chris, thank you very much indeed for your insights and contribution and look forward to speaking to you again soon. Bye, Paul.